Good morning, everyone. Hi there. Good to see you all here. Hi. So good morning. My name is Paula Rosecki. I am a longtime consumer market researcher. I facilitate meetings and I also take on a few one-on-one -on -one coaching clients for exactly these reasons that we're talking about here today, which is sometimes people want to know, how do I know when to move on, when to quit, when to leave something, or when to persist. So that is the topic of the day. And if you would like to share this room, that would be fantastic if you're feeling a little generous after Valentine's Day. If you share the room, then more people will know that we're here and they come on in. I always get great feedback on the conversations that happen after I do a little talking. Feel free to share that. We may get a few more people on here. So normally, and if you've been in these rooms before with me, I talk for maybe about 10 minutes or so about the topic, and then I invite people to come up here on stage and have a conversation. Uh, they can add to the conversation, they can ask a question, or even get my perspective or the perspective of the room on their particular situation. So that is how we run things here. And feel free to, how does that all sound to you? If you could give me a thumbs up or react in some way, if you see those little react buttons on your phone or on your desktop, that is, yeah, that is right now the only way we can interact. Awesome, thank you for the thumbs up, Mark and Jessica, and hi, Julie, Allison, and, and Mahamud. Nice to see you all, thanks for being here. All right. So this topic of quitting has been coming up for people and teams around me recently, so I thought I would do a talk about it. Thank you for the heart. Because in our society, we are bombarded with, with messages of persistence, right, and never giving up and continuing to move forward. So those are things that we hear all the time. Never give up. This is a kind of a straightforward encouragement to help people keep moving on or winners never quit and quitters never win. And this is basically telling us that success is the result of being persistent and giving up does not allow us to achieve our success. Or I say all the time. Keep on, keep going, keep on keeping on. It's a very colloquial way to encourage people to keep on going. And certainly we always say persistence pays off. And that is another reminder that over time, if we keep going, that our, that we are, what we're doing leads to success. And what we don't see underneath all of that is a lot of times the success actually comes from a series of different kind of quitting. So if you keep in mind your long-term goals and what success actually means to you in a kind of deep and meaningful way, not just what you think society should, what society holds for you, and you consider what does success look like for me or for my team or for my brand or company and ground yourself in that. And that will help be a guardrail for 
whether or not you quit something, some process in the meantime. And one of the ways that I think is really important to do this is also if you have ever done any kind of work that is around values, setting up your own values or being deeply connected to your own values, that is another good guardrail for when you should quit something. So if you've never done that work, please feel free to DM me. That is actually a workshop that I'm considering putting together. So here we are bombarded with these messages of never giving up and don't quit and be persistent, keep on going. And at the same time, there are lots of reasons that we want to quit or leave some situation. I'm going to give five different frameworks that you can consider if you are in a situation that you're considering leaving. So bring to mind something that you might be considering leaving or quitting. And let's use that as an example of how some of these frameworks might be helpful to you. I'll tell you the framework and I'll give you an important question that you can ask yourself if you are considering leaving or quitting something. Let me start with the first one. Who here has heard of, raise your hand or give me a thumbs up, if you have heard the power of opportunity costs? Have you heard of this concept called opportunity costs? And if you have not, I will explain it, of course. So what this means is that by staying on your current path and what you seem to be committed to, whatever it is you're doing, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a job, thank you, Jessica, maybe it's some project that you're working on and you're continuing to stay committed to it, there may be some path that is an alternate path that could actually help you get to where you're going faster. And so this is the idea that if we're at a crossroads and we choose one journey, there is some other journey that you have decided not to take. And this is where the idea of the opportunity cost comes into play because it's about what we're giving up for the choices that we're making. So we might not be asking ourselves what are the potential opportunities or experiences that I might be missing out on by continuing down my current path? So by continuing on my current path, what might I not even know that I am not experiencing yet that may actually get me to where I want to go faster? And an example of this is when you might be choosing between spending an evening watching TV rather than learning the new language that you wanted to learn or a code that you've been trying to work on and want to master. The, what you're missing out on is learning the new skill, which might lead to better job prospects or just pers personal growth or some sort of enriching experience. So it's not just about the cost of what you're doing, it's the cost of what you are not doing. And often that's because it's just much more comfortable to stay where you are rather than to challenge yourself to broader horizons. Does anyone relate to that? Does that re resonate with any of you? If so, feel free to give me a 
thumbs up. And I will move on to the second uh, concept here. And that is to embrace our learning curve. So when you're looking at a situation, sometimes we are growing and learning in that current relationship or that role. But at some point, it may feel like we have reached a plateau. And that may be the moment where you consider moving on from something. Sometimes we like to stick to one particular activity because it just it feels comfortable. We know what we're doing. But at the same time, underneath, we have this inkling that oh, I've just, I feel like I've really plateaued here and I'm no longer growing. So if it starts feeling limited, that may be a time to consider making a move. So the question is, to what extent am I still learning, growing, being challenged in the current role or activity, or have I reached a plateau where I can't see further growth right now? It's also about looking into your future and thinking about if you were still here, even six months from now doing the same thing, will you feel like you have grown? And I think growth is growth is certainly one of my personal values. So it is important for me to keep growing. And it's a fundamental human need. And there's nothing wrong with feeling like, oh, I really just need to do something else to keep growing. Anyone have a thumbs up on that? That sounds like something that you might be dealing with right now. And then the third area is, tell me if you have ever heard of the sunk cost fallacy trap. If you've heard that, give me a thumbs up. And this is the idea that we're making decisions based on the future potential and goals and not on the past investments of time, money, effort, any kind of resource that we've put towards something, we often can spend way more time and think, no, 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 it's just around the corner, or we put more money against something, and it ends up not actually coming to fruition or taking way longer than we may have thought. One of the examples of this that I have in my life, and maybe you all can relate to something similar, is there was a car that I owned that I used to really love. And I found myself putting more and more money into this car until one moment I thought, oh, this is just not making sense anymore to continue to invest in this car. Now, eventually I had to get rid of it. And I think that's a fairly normal example in life where we're driven by this desire not to waste past expenses and we really just need to move on from that and get a more reliable vehicle right all right anyone relate to a story like that give me a thumbs up if that feels like something you've experienced before then we have just taking a look at your own emotional and mental well-being thank you Celio. If you think about this situation you're in or this relationship and you think, how is this commitment impacting my emotional or mental health? 
Is it something that is leading to more fulfillment or on the flip side, is it something that might be leading to potential burnout? Because our mental health and emotional well-being is really important. So if this is something that you think this commitment is impacting your overall state of mind and happiness, it may be time to move on from that. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah, so how is this current commitment affecting my emotional and mental well-being? And is it leading to fulfillment, frustration, or potential burnout? And then finally, number five is the role of external feedback and things that are happening even like in your marketplace or in your environment, right? Maybe there are some trends going on that you should be paying attention to. And oftentimes we feel like, I know I often think, I what is going on outside of me? does not necessarily or shouldn't matter. If I feel strongly about something, then I want to keep persisting. But the reality is sometimes, depending on what the situation is, there may be something happening in your environment that is not going to change or is changing in a way that is not going to be beneficial to you. So you might want to take a look at what do what more do I need to know to make an informed decision about continuing or or quitting a particular venture or situation? So what is the feedback from my peers, my mentors, maybe market trends? What is that suggesting about the viability and the value of my continued involvement in this particular situation? Does anyone relate to that, that maybe you've been getting some feedback from people or outside situations? Those are my five key points today. And with that, I wanted to invite anyone up who would like to come on up and talk about this idea of when is a good time to quit or leave. Because honestly, the this idea of quitting and grit are actually two sides of the same coin. And that is something that I picked up from Annie Duke's book called Quit. And I really think about that a lot. There is no really wrong answer to whether or not you should stay or go or quit or leave. Other than using these five parameters or this, these frameworks to think about when does it make sense for me to leave or to stay? So feel free to raise your hand and come on up. I'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, I'll just wrap up these five key things to consider, which is the, the power of opportunity costs. So what might you be missing by not changing what you're doing? What are the potential opportunities or experiences that you might be missing out on? Also taking a look at your learning curve, knowing that whatever you start anew is going to require a, probably a, a, a large learning curve. But if you feel like you have plateaued where you are, then it is certainly a good time to consider moving on. Number three was the sunk cost fallacy traps. 
if you have already made an, a past investment of time, money, or effort, and you're thinking, oh, I need to just throw more resources at this thing, then you might really want to examine, is this, are you continuing that because of the time and money and effort that you've already invested or because it genuinely is contributing to your future goals or your happiness? Number four is assessing your emotional or mental well-being. Is this thing that you're doing really possibly continuing? leading you to burnout or is it something that is helping your emotional or mental well-being is your commitment affecting your emotional or mental well-being or is it leading to fulfillment frustration or burnout and then finally what kinds of feedback are you getting from peers mentors or maybe a market trend something in the environment that is suggesting that possibly the viability of this venture or relationship is not adding value to your life or your career. So that is what I had for you all today. I'd love for someone to raise their hand, show a little bit of bravery here, and come on up and share an experience or comment on any experience that you have had where you've quit something and you feel good about it okay you may just be giving me a thumbs up which is awesome too i appreciate it i hope you found this helpful i would love if anything resonated here with you if you could type in the comments of this uh, event i would love to know just what's on your mind what came up for you what was helpful and if there is anything that you would like some help with to make a decision, please, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I do help folks with these types of situations often. And again, my name is Paula Rosecki. I am a longtime consumer market researcher, and I use a lot of the tools I use in research and in facilitation, also with my one-on-one -on -one clients to help them make better decisions for themselves. Hi there. How are you, Jesse? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you, Paula? I'm great. Thank you. It's lovely to see you here today. I'm great to see you. And thanks for sharing all the information. That's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Jesse. Now I'm looking for a full-time software engineer. And that is the topic really related to me because that's really have a conflict with my talent because my talent is art and creative, mm. but the trendy just have a big conflict. So I am wondering if I have to quit sometimes, but actually I think I might not quit the long-term call, but I might I might quit this, the way I, I, I'm pursuing maybe the goal. I have to switch a little bit. So I think that is not, Sometimes it's really hard to change for me, but it's helpful for a change the decision or strategy to pursue my goal in the future. So that's a big part because sometimes the successful just like iceberg, iceberg. We don't know which path we just change around and then you achieve the success. I believe trust the success beneath on the sea, just the iceberg. And then because people all the sea is like just beneath the, the sea. 
that's my perspective, and I trust the process. In even though I just go the long way, that's my experience, and it's worth sharing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah, this idea that、uh, we don't see what is below sea level, what how big the iceberg is, right? I love that. We just there's so much that we don't really know what in terms of. What will happen on the other side of our decision to leave or quit something? And I think we just have to trust ourselves. If we feel like we have enough information, if it's that type of decision, and unless it's something where you do really need to know what's going on in the market, then you want to inform yourself. But if it's more of a personal decision and it's you feel like. It's giving you fulfillment or happiness. Then making some time for that activity is worth it, in my mind. It sounds like for you too. Yeah. yeah. Now I just change my way to combine with them in different way,、okay. not just go into to any co-part. But I want. I just use the chart to combine what I really want to do, and then. What's the market that is cover what I love? So that is let's help me to pursue what I really want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My my motivation. So it sounds like you have a process, and you're feeling good about kind of the way that you're going about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good. That's、Thank、exciting.、You. I'm excited! Yes, I'm excited、yeah. for you. That's great. Okay, so I'll close out in. Thanks, Jesse, for coming on out. Appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Close out in five, four, three, two, and one. Take care, everyone.